Welcome to Growing Unicorns, where every week, Holly Chen, Eli Rubel, and me, Karina Edwards, come together with some fun guest hosts at a live interactive discussion where we unpack stories from the trenches while we're working with some of the fastest growing unicorns today. Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. Hello, everyone. We are kicking off episode 10. Holly, can you believe it? I feel like we just started doing this, but welcome to episode 10. And we have Julia again. She is here from TikTok and she is head of growth over on that side. Um, Julia, I'd love for you to just intro yourself for the group. Thanks. Thank you, Karina. And thank you, Holly, for having me. And such a pleasure to be here today. Um, Holly and I met recently when I was in um, SF and we had such a great time. Um, really great conversation over uh, afternoon tea and then really connected so well. So uh, when she mentioned this really great podcast you guys are doing, I was like, yeah, of course, I would love to help and connect with more you know, folks in the growth industry. So thank you again for having me um, to be here today and chat with you all. Um, so yeah, I am Julia. I um, oversee the growth team here at TikTok. Um, joined the company about three years ago um, when we, we just really started um, doing our, our doing our growth efforts. Um, yeah, I've been here for, for, for three years and based here in LA. Um, but yeah, it's such a pleasure to be here and meet everyone. We're so excited to have you. And of course, Julia, like, you know, TikTok is growing like crazy and like uh, lots of stories. And I'm sure you have gone through probably a, a Netflix series uh, <laughs> of, of things. <laughs> and uh, especially, you know, like having a, a growth career, um, I, I think it will benefit so much of our audience. Uh, I would love to hear, like, how did you uh, get into the growth industry and what was your story? Yeah, yeah, happy to share. I think certainly um, not a straight shot, <laughs> not something that I knew in college that this will be a career that I am heading towards. Um, so in college, I actually um, study finance and accounting. That's my undergrad degrees uh, back in the East Coast. And then um, I eventually uh, started my career in, in big four consulting. So um, I was there for uh, over in the East Coast doing um, just different type of consulting um, for the organizations and businesses over in the East Coast. Um, and eventually um, got a role in Amazon a few years ago um, with uh, in Seattle. Um, at first, I was hired to um, help driving their um, e-commerce business um, and really trying to expand their business globally. So helping the uh, third-party sellers to grow their, um, I would say, their, their product listing and, and just their business to other regions outside their home region uh, and also driving customers um, in those different regions as well. Uh, and they eventually transitioned to a team, uh, which is now the Alexa Echo team. Uh, over there, I was driving the product marketing efforts um, there. And it was around the time when they first um, started out, um, really launched the, the product to the mass market. So um, I think that's when I, I would say my, my, my experience in Amazon was really when I first started doing more of the growth related work um, on Echo Alexa side, did a lot of performance marketing, uh, first doing a lot of acquisition um, and re-engagement as well. Just getting people to 
get familiar with the product or getting, I would say, from the awareness conversion to re-engagement, I really did all of that. Awareness is, was more on the um, TV campaigns uh, that we were doing more awareness brand campaigns. And then um, more the conversions, I was start, well, that's when I started launching my Facebook ads and, you know, Google and so on, um, you know, a lot there. And then uh, re-engagement is usually after the customers um, purchase their echo. So how do we get them used more? So a lot of education components. Um, and, and so that was my experience in Amazon, um, really first start touching on, on the growth side of the business. And then um, fast forward to, you know, about three years ago, got this role here in LA with TikTok, um, really started uh, building a brand new growth team here. Yeah. So, so then that's when I started doing even more of the growth in with a startup, right? You know, Amazon is a big brand, even though I, I kind of saw Echo as a startup, but still within a, a well-established brand. Um, but it wasn't until TikTok that I really started, you know, growing a, 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 a new brand, right? A new name to the market, even though we had MosaicClick, um, which was the former TikTok. But I think uh, growing a, a mobile app, starting with something that's, you know, we have very little um, audience uh, user base at that time uh, to, to now we just crossed our uh, 1 billion uh, user uh, globally. Wow. So, oh, congrats. I think, yeah, yeah. So I think that's just, you know, in the quick summary of how I got here and how I got into the growth industry. It's certainly, like I said, not a straight shot, but I think a lot of the work and experience I had sort of helped me build the skills that I need, right? Even back in days in consulting, a lot of soft skills, analytical skills, on um, people relationship skills, right? A lot of that, and then really learning about different business and how they do business, how they grow in different stages. So that really helped me get a really good understanding, right? Fresh out of college, okay, what um, was how how do business run, right? In different skills, uh, different sizes, right? Different stages. And um, and then in Amazon's when I actually start okay run executing campaigns right and learning about tools um, to help you know accelerate the growth for doing business and then now it's TikTok um, doing even more of that. Yeah, I, I noticed um, there are quite a few growth folks uh, come from the consulting background. So I think the the critical thinking, analytics, and and uh, ability to learn and experiment is probably uh, really helpful to have um, that that like a general management slash management consulting background. Exactly, exactly. I think yeah, the general management and analytical skill set. Right? I think that's really what we look for a lot in just you know just hiring the days in the growth industry. It doesn't like I would say a lot. Of, it doesn't really matter what undergrad degree you have i think that's it's, it's not directly relevant i mean of course i having more business background is good but i've also people in my team they're like political science background or engineering um and all different sort of backgrounds so i think it's more about um your interest and, and also i think the, the the marketing side of you has to be there right i think for me i never started marketing but i Got super excited when I took marketing class in college, and and then um, I, I will say it was around the time when I was in Amazon I started shifting myself a little bit towards marketing because I think out of all the disciplinaries, um, marketing within business is probably the the most relevant. So so having an interest in that area it's just just important. I think you can you'll be a lot more passionate working in this um, in growth industry. 
Julia, I'm, I would love to hear like, as you're starting to build out teams, whether at TikTok or any place where you're kind of taking on the head of growth position, what are some of, you know, the skill sets that you look for in people when you're looking to hire your team or even like, what are the positions titles that you're searching out for as you start to build that team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so there are many different um, ways to build a growth team. I think I've seen that in many different companies. Um, you know, and some companies focus more on you know performance marketing, and that's their growth team, right? Uh, essentially, just a, a, a full team of performance uh, marketing managers. Uh, but I also see companies that has. Uh, more focused emphasis on the product side, um, right? So, so mm. they will the entire growth team are product managers who have really strong analytical background and at the same time, you know, experimental driven, um, have a really strong experimental mindset, um, but more on the, on the engineering and product side. And, and for me, the team I'm growing, uh, building is more hybrid of both um, because I, I really believe marketing and um, product has really to go hand in hand if we want to drive growth for, for uh, whether it's early stage or, or you know, mid-stage startup. And so um, the team we have right now, just a product team, performance marketing team, a partnerships team which the partnership essentially they are business development managers uh, that will you know help establish relationships, brand partnerships, uh, you know, onboarding new agencies and so on. So they are the, the ones that are supporting and doing a lot of relationship building that um, performance marketing managers or product managers don't really have to do uh, if we have a, a, a really good, um, strong BD team there. Um, and then a creative team. I think creative team, I start seeing that more and more in many companies, especially on the mobile app space, right? Like gaming, for example, they all have really big creative team. And you, you all probably know, like experimentation, optimization, a lot to do with creatives. So so, so creative teams certainly, um, I have one right now, uh, but we, we, we do work with agencies, but I would say in-house is probably the, the most efficient way and scalable. Um, and then lastly, a data team. Again, I've seen the data team sitting inside organize, a growth organization or outside before. I think both work, but I, for me, I, I believe just having a data team inside a growth team is very beneficial because the, the metrics that they're looking at essentially could be uh, a lot more hyper focus on say the DAU right MAU or, or DAU metrics uh, than other engagement metrics. So so yeah, so I would say that that those are the, the main teams that that um, or profession or functional areas that um, we have here over to talk for growth team. And nowadays, when you think about hiring, do you look for people who already have done uh, the job for you know two, three, four, five years, uh, or do you hire fresh grads, or do you hire people who was doing something similar before? How do you think about the profile, or or if you know if some someone is not doing growth per se, how do they? getting to growth? Yeah, yeah. Great question. Um, I would say for, for hiring side, I hires, I will usually look for people with at least two to two, 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 four years experience. I have some experience is important uh, because growth is, is a role uh, industry is a team that you kind of, like I was talking about earlier, you kind of have to have some general background of how companies do business, right? And and have some kind of interaction with cross-functional teams. It, I have to say growth team is a very cross-functional um, team. You can't just do it alone. You really have to align with a lot of people. So those soft skills, right? Like 
general understanding of different departments in the organization is really important. So we we rarely hire um, uh, fresh grads, but so but it doesn't mean that we you have to have you know specific experience in that uh, in growth uh, in your first few years. Right? For, for example, myself, I did not start with just running performance campaigns, you know, right out of college. So I, I have to say, I think performance marketing itself, it's not that difficult to learn, to be honest, right? It's easy to, to um, pick up as, as on the go, right? You learn about different platforms and you kind of just learn through a lot of experimentation and, and doing it. So the, I think the learning curve, it's not the, the, the most difficult, right? It doesn't really take you a year or two to learn about it. I think a few a months or two, just having, you know, a really good team to help you on board and get, get started is fine. But I would say uh, the, the type of backgrounds I looked at, um, for sure, like the first one we talk about consulting, I think having that background is great. And um, some engineering, so I've met some engineers before, I think um, for them, what I like about is their analytical background. Um, and so, so, you know, whether that be computer science or computer or, or data or uh, more just a more technical background. I think they, a lot of them are, they, they want to kind of get out of the tech teams. So they try to find a hybrid, right? Um, you know, between tech and, and the business side or marketing side. So I would say growth is the perfect, uh, perfect place to go. I think a lot of the engineers traditionally, if they want to leave tech or engineering team, they will have to, you know, get an MBA, right, uh, and then become a PM uh, and for, for them to transition. But I honestly feel that growth could be another path for them to get um, to, to get into if they want to switch out of engineering. And then also what else? I, I would say certainly marketing and general marketing. I think um, it's, it's another, another example. A lot of people, you know, started out out of college working in an agency for a few years. We, we do hire a lot of um, agency um, folks, I think uh, in agency environment, you essentially work with a lot of people just like you, right? Like, I think if you're in a growth, a growth team within a, a, a tech company, it's usually a lot leaner than, say, agency side where you will have, say, 20 different performance marketers at the same time. So you have really good, um, like you have a big group of peers you can learn from um, and really build your skill set, right? So um I would say a, a, a big, a, a large number of um, um, folks that we hire are coming from agencies. I, um, yeah, I think those those are area. But honestly, I, I think um, it's it's pretty broad. It's sort of just like consulting in a different way, right? You're consulting your own company how to do growth, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I I try not to really limit the background or what experience they had prior coming to the interviews. Mm -hmm. Personally, I, I also really like agency background because yeah. uh, they they have seen multiple accounts and uh, especially similar similar scale. Um, and um, agency folks are like typically pretty hardworking and they they figure things out. So yeah. I I personally really liked agency background. And yeah, good yeah, yeah. I think you brought that point where they you know figure things out themselves. I think being independent is really important. I, I think even though I said you know part of the job is very collaborative, growth team is like a startup inside a startup, but at the same time, uh, a lot of things you have to kind of run independently, especially even lean team and um, let me manage your account, right? Say managing your Facebook account is usually one person handling that, right? You have to really 
independence, like well disciplined, right? Right, like really making sure your account, uh, everything follows through, right? Set up the right way. You are optimizing, you know, timely and so on. So I think you really need to have that drive and and the passion, right, and the discipline to to do that independently. Um. So so I agree with you, Holly. What you said here.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, potentially for for new、uh, fresh grad,、um, if you don't have experience, potentially you know find an agency、uh, and get a few years of experience,、uh, and that is、uh, like a get trained and、uh, have build a network. I think it's it's a really good way to get into growth. Yeah, it's for hiring. <laughs> yes, yeah. Especially it's you kind of work on different accounts too, right? So they usually optimize. You know, through different metrics versus in the company, you probably just tend to focus on one or two north star metrics. But agencies, because the company is different, like sometimes gaming, sometimes e-commerce, and so on. So you you get to work on different things and look at different metrics. And so that's like what we talk about consulting. Why is good because it it really helps you see a bigger picture and and touch on many different things before you decide. Okay. Which industry is the one that I'm most excited about? A lot of people go into gaming, right? Because they are just really excited about gaming, and that's the industry we have a lot of performance marketers、uh, or growth hackers. I so there is a question from the audience that I'll segue to because it'll take us probably a different、yeah. direction. But before we go that route, I'd love to just hear one more on the topic of like how the growth team works cross functionally with other teams. Um, I think we hear a lot about like how does the growth team work with product side or you know sales side if that makes sense. But then also hearing from, it sounded like you have performance, you have data, you have product within the growth team. How do you guys work, or how do you, in your experience, work best with teams in terms of like product marketing or messaging and positioning? How do you guys build all of the experiments that you're running on your side on performance with that team? Yeah, yeah. Essentially, it's, it's really.、Um... Collaborative, and then we we try to make sure they work together since day one, right? Since say, for example, if we need to launch a new product or a new feature, I want to make sure the the marketers are in their room discussing this. Sort of like I, I, we we don't really necessarily have a product marketer in the team. Like the performance marketers just act; they act as product marketers.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so so are the, our creative directors too. They、that's kind of. I would love to like explore that because I think that's kind of when people think performance marketing. I think if you aren't like in it and living and breathing it、uh-huh. right now today, it can mean or it can come off to mean certain things. So I'd love to hear about like that piece that falls in with performance marketing. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. The way I build teams, I, I don't like you know having all my performance marketers focus only on running Facebook campaign or Google、yeah. UAC campaign, right? I think. The work can get really dry over time if that all you one hundred percent what you do. So、um, I kind of divide up their time、um, through different things, right? So maybe fifty percent of time or thirty percent of time you focus on managing that one or two accounts and、um, in, in performance side, but the rest of the time I, I really encourage them to work more cross functionally, like like what you said earlier.、Um, Say so, so product is example, right? I. Involved both parties in early conversations when we try to roll out new product. How are we going to message this?、Uh, not just you know traditionally like the, the brand messaging, but also how can we message so people will actually use the app, right? I think that's what the performance marketing side of us coming in, right?、Mm-hmm. And the creative directors will come in and say, yes, we need really strong CTA. Here's how we will message it. So so and then the product product folks will be like, yeah, it's great. That's how we message it. How do we build?、Um, A feature that's sticky enough that 
you know, people actually download the app, use it, and then create a viral loop. Um, so that's one example. Uh, another example will be um, say onboarding, right? Say, say for example, when we have users download our app after they download it, we don't want them to leave right away, right? We want to retain them. So during onboarding process, I think there's different ways, right? TikTok is, is more so just log in and sign on with your email and so on. But, you know, if it's e-commerce, you have to print your credit card, there's gaming, there's other things you have to fill in, right? So the onboarding process is really important and that's where PMs come into play, right? So how do we create a very um, cohesive, you know, onboarding experience uh, or seamless experience from say when they saw our ads, download and they come in, they see exactly what they saw in the ad, what they they don't come with, with surprises, right? I think what we don't want is users come in or what potential users they download the app and then come in and say, oh, it's not really what we we thought it would be, or they or they say, oh man, it takes to five minutes to fill out this onboarding form. And and I think that then then that means we didn't even convert. They, they download the app. They we pay, but for the app, right? But essentially, they didn't stay. So it's a, it's a loss for for companies, right? So we want to make sure the product managers are um you know aligned with our um, performance marketing managers there, making sure the experience is seamless. Um, so, yeah. so we can actually retain the user. Amazing. Yeah. Um, Holly, do you have something on this note before I flip the question from the audience? Yeah, I, I am, I'm, I'm curious, uh, like, you know, once you, uh, since today's topic is about how to get into the, yeah. the industry and really more about the career development, I want to stay on this a little bit. Um, once you get into growth, right, you started uh, working on, on a growth team. How do you keep on growing uh, yourself, like your expertise, your um, uh, your career, and and um, continue to expand uh, yourself as a as a growth professional. Yeah, great, great question. I think yeah, honestly, this being a growth industry, it's I think it's one the the, the few teams that you really need to keep up with what's happening in the industry, right? I think that's also why we have a lot of industry events, like a lot of blogs, right? And then forums and stuff that you can read up on. So I would say for me or for my team, we really just keep keep up with what's going on, right? Say iOS changes, for example, Android changes, um, really keep up with that and then connect with industry um, peers too, right? Um, I, I encourage my, my teams going to conferences or networking events uh, for them to, you know, just to chat with each other. Because a lot of time, I, I, I don't really believe just, you know, that like we need to keep things, like, we keep the growth, um, uh, expertise as like a secret for a company. Of course, like, every company has their secret sauce, let's say that way. But a lot of the knowledge are is really shareable and, and can be applied differently. And, and honestly, at the same time, right, a lot of the best practice doesn't really always work for every company. It's some, some of the things that work for e-commerce may not work for gaming, right? It may not work for an entertainment app like TikTok. So but being out there and talking to your peers that drive different app downloads or you know other other kind of business to driving growth, there's just a lot of knowledge sharing that we could pass along between companies uh, or peers and and really just try to experiment, right? I think the the beauty of being in the growth team is that you can experiment so much. And there's a uh, for us we 
at least in, in my team, we have a um, high tolerance of failure. If, if the thing doesn't work, you move on to the next thing, right? It, it's all about experiment. You, of course, have a hypothesis on what you want the outcome to be, but if it doesn't come out that way, I think that's fine too. Um, so so for, for me, yeah, really networking, chatting with, you know, industry peers, following, you know, the industry news, uh, really keep yourself up to, to what's going on in the street industry because things really just change um, so frequently. <laughs> um, I want to make sure that we're being cognizant of your time. I know we had a short window with you today, Julia, um, but there's a quick question I wanted to float over from Joanna. And she asked, what are some of the biggest challenges your team has faced this year in the growth space and how are you approaching addressing them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, biggest challenge our team is facing the growth space. I think um, there might be a feel, right? Say, for example, I think the, the iOS 14.5 changes is certainly that's something everyone in the growth industry, industry has been paying attention to, especially for business owning mobile apps, right? Um, like us, we're solely on, we, we, majority of our users are on a mobile. So what, uh, what, what can we do with that? I think just like I said earlier, chatting with industry peers, talking with platform partners, right? Really understanding what, what are some of the, what should I say? The, what are the challenges and what are some of the uh, uh, things we can do to, to overcome that challenge? I think every company does it differently, um, but for, for us, so that's something, I wouldn't say it's the biggest challenge, but in a way that it is a challenge that we have to know what to do, right? Because we've been doing the We've been driving acquisition the same way for the longest time. And now suddenly you say, oh, we cannot have certain type of data anymore. What can we do? So it is a change we have to make. But I think the company, the success of the company on how we overcome challenge is, is on how fast you can adopt the change, right? You're not afraid of, you know, facing the challenge, but also it's more about how fast you can adopt for identifying solution. So that's what we've been doing a lot this year, you know, a lot of internal discussions, talking with partners, platforms, to understand uh, what are some of the changes that we have, we can make immediately platform by platform. Um, so, so we can overcome a challenge and also, you know, on the data side, right, we have to uh, look at data differently. How do we build new dashboards, reporting, and so on? Um, and so th- those those are some of the ways how we uh, approach and address them. Julia, really appreciate your time. This has been really illuminating. Um, thank you so much for your advice uh, across the board. Um, I really appreciate it. I yes. learned a lot. Thank you so much, Julia. It was great to have you. No problem. No problem. It's such a pleasure um, chatting with y'all. And those are all really great questions and really happy to to share um, to, to the audience here and everyone who's listening. Um, yeah, like I said earlier, right? I think this industry is it's really new. I would say it's really came out in the past 10 years, right? Growth industry. Um, I think it really takes a lot of us to all learn from each other. So um, really appreciate opportunities like this to be able to network and share. And, and I look forward to uh, other fun episodes in the future and and hear from other girls experts in the industry amazing thank you you so much all right everyone have a great week we'll see you next week take care bye-bye